Fancy lad. Fancy lad. Fancy Podcast lad. Fancy lad. Fancy Podcast. Gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share a thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's what I thought. Fancy lad. Fancy podcast. Fancy lad. Fancy lad podcast. And we're back on the Fancy Lad podcast. Yes, we are. We are back here. For all our sweaty and deranged fans out there. Yep. Term coined by Abe Dubin. Um, we have a very special dynamic duo. I can't think of a more iconic duo if I tried. No, I, I think Bootman and Rubin, maybe. Right, and I was thinking Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah. Um, but today we happen to have the Fisk and the Vey. Ladies and Thanks gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Pleasure to be here. The crowd's going wild. Yeah, yep. if you could see the crowd here. Well, you can see the crowd if you paid nine ninety nine for the Patreon and you're seeing this live feed. That's true. And you can see the uh, plum that uh, Fisk is eating and getting ready to suckle on the pit quite soon. <laughs> yeah, try not to touch everything in my room after you get plum juice all over your fingies. The juices. Fisk, why don't you say something and let the people know that you're here. Hey, I'm eating a plum. Uh, and after, I'm going to take the pit out and I'm going to crack it open and eat the nut that's on the inside. You can do that. Doctors say don't, but I do it all the time. Fisk's all about eating the nut. Yeah. He's all about doing what the doctors don't want you to know. You know? No, they do want you to know that you're not supposed to eat that. Oh. Yeah, because then they wouldn't make as much money. Right, exactly. That's what it's all about. Dude, it's all about fucking money, man. It's like people do things just because they get paid. <laughs> and that's just sad. That is sad. It is super sad. It's all about certain numbers, you know. Money? Dollars, hundred dollars. You know, do that for a dollar. You know, I'll do something for a dollar, like a trick. Mm-hmm. But then when somebody's like, do it for a hundred bucks. See, now you two both have a certain... Well, first of all, you... God, you guys go way back. Way back. Oh, my God. We've been friends now for 21 years. And I now... Was, I was like, I don't know, fucking 15 or 14, 16. Yeah, yeah. And now... I'm two years older than you, so... And now it seems like Vey skates all the time, but doesn't film. And Fisk never skates, but he manages to film a part. Yeah, I love that. It's funny how that works out. It's, the, exactly. uh, it's very funny. The yin and the yang there. <laughs> yeah, I just skate a lot, but I just never pull the camera or the phone out or whatever just doesn't really occur to me but i love colin because whenever he does decide to film he does something fucking awesome i can swear right yeah that's not gonna hurt anybody. oh yeah no please do okay cool just don't talk about fucking awesome skateboard i know seriously no no no. they're great but (laughs) they're just not a paid advertiser on the podcast not Not like clown shoes brand beer clown shoes which is super delicious drinking the mango with the umlaut over the O. Ooh. Super good. Gotta give a mad shout out to Clown, Show- Clown Shoes Beers and Mark Weiss. Make oh, it yeah. happen. Yell exit Mark Weiss and Clown Shoe Beers. I've known Mark Weiss since I, was, since I was a child. I met Mark when I was 11 years old. So we've been friends now for a very long time. Way before he was a beer rep. You know him longer than Fisk? Yeah. Yep. I no. met Mark at summer camp. They call him Weiss Tang. He was the first person that ever saw me land a three flip. Now, when did yep. you two meet? Here? Colin and I? Colin and you. I'll yeah, you, you two. Uh, we were, they used to come down for the demos because back in the day, instead of uh, people 
looking at Instagram, the Coliseum Skate Shop would have <laughs> demos. It would invite pros from California, and then we'd build ramps overnight. And uh, they heard about this through the grapevine, and yep. his parents would drive him down to see the pros. And it was chaos, total chaos. And then Matt Roman, owner of the Coliseum, he brought me this boy. He was older than me. And Matt Roman's like, take him skating. Yeah. And we, we just took off, fucking started skating. It was just pure skateboarding. And uh, we skated so hard every day, always. Yeah. That we were just inseparable. So yeah. do you remember what demo it was? I think we met at the Blind A-Team demo. Because Colin A-team. actually has photos of the demo, and you can see my mom in the background in some of the photos, which is pretty funny. I was at that demo. It's a great demo. Yeah. that's like, Maybe I'm I in the photos demos. in the background, you too. You probably are. We'll have to find baby Tom. You know? Hello. Yeah. Pre-beard and everything like that. Oh, no. I had a beard. Oh, yeah. That's right. You did. You had a beard when you were like seven years old. Yeah. And you got to meet Rodney Mullen? Oh. Yeah, definitely. I got to see Rodney. A... But that was like the second time I'd seen Rodney skate. When I saw, I saw him skate when I was a kid, they had had a demo up in New Hampshire where they had like World Blind 101. And it was really funny because I got to see Rodney skate there. But then as I got older, I met a guy that actually had owned the shop. And he told me that Rodney smelled like booze when he came in, which I thought was really funny because maybe he was boozing it up. Mm. But he did do it. He did do it. He did a ton of tricks because this was like transition between when he had been a freestyler to a street skater. So this is like when he was on Plan B and everything like that. And he did the full freestyle demo at the... uh, I'm all set. Thanks for the banana. But he did the whole freestyle demo. He did all his tricks. And then he did like street skating and stuff like that. But it was a really cool demo. But then at the Coliseum, when they had the blind A-team demo, that was fucking, they were so awesome to watch skate. Jerry I really Sue loved. Was there. No, he wasn't. I was going to say. He was not blind there. Blind A-team? Yeah, dude, no. Ronnie, Craig, Ronnie Krieger was there and he was wearing a wig. Gershon Mosley was there. Gershon yeah, Mosley was, was there. there. Dude, he mm. was so sick. And then LeVar McBride was People there. People were like, his sweat was dripping on the ramps. And yeah. then the other pros People were wiping out. Because like, his sweat was like yeah. making the ramps slippery and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Clatter that was into a, just a such, a good, I don't know if, such a good yeah. demo. Classed but they had, Coliseum had the best. Trail. That's why I initially was attracted to Coliseum. Because they were doing things that the other skate shops weren't doing. Which was holding demos and having pros. And they were so... Like, they knew their shit, and that's what attracted me to it because I was such a skate nerd, and I've always been a skate nerd. But, like, even back then, they would have the pros come in and do demos, and this was a great time to see, like, professional skateboarding because when you grow up in New Hampshire, where I'm from, you don't really get to see any of that stuff. So when you get to see it live, it's fucking incredible. And I got to see some of the best skating live, not only through the demos but also the Coliseum team, but, like, yeah, seeing going down there and seeing the demos that they would have, and they were so proactive. They had like girl chocolate demos, you know, all the world stuff, and then like you know, birdhouse demos. Remember how good the birdhouse demo was? And they had Reynolds yeah, and Jerry Dustin Sue showed up. Dude, nice dude. Yeah, he was there for birdhouse. <laughs> yeah, you guys are kind of like the Jerry Sue Louis Barletta <laughs> dynamic duo. Yeah, it's another dynamic duo. They yeah. are. They, those guys are great. Fancy Lad does demos. We uh, show up with all type of product unannounced to uh mostly small town skate parks yeah mostly ones around boston and uh mm. yeah mostly the jp out. right <laughs> they we tell them our instagram handles i don't have one 
but the kids like pull it up right there. They're like, is that you? That's you. And they start whispering to their friends. Fancy light unannounced demo. Fancy light unannounced demo. Oh my God, it's unannounced demo. And then orange, we, we fly Orange Man in. He moved to Baltimore. He's a... He's doing his own thing. And we fucking shred. Shred the fuck out of the in place, unique dude. Ways, Every time. Yeah, other pros don't even think of. Jerry Hisu doesn't even think of ways that we skate. This yeah. is outside the box, Jerry. Yeah. You hear that, Jerry? Yeah. Jerry. Come up with some creative skating, Jerry. You unoriginal bastard. Seriously. No, he's just kidding. Yeah, he's clearly. Kidding. Dude. Obviously. He's been riding fucking Bar- Louis' coattails for far too long. Yeah, I know, right? Those guys, Louis. Those two guys, I love Jerry Sue. Like, remember his profile in 41120? Mm. And he was the same age as me. My friends and I were watching him. We're like, this fucking guy is doing the best Eric's, shit. Eric's first video. Really? Yeah. Great yeah. video. 41120 yeah. was the best, dude. They had the, some of the best shit in there. Mark Johnson profile. Yeah. The World Industries tour. Yeah. All kinds of great stuff. That's you meet like Kareem awesome. at the. One of the demos? I've met Kareem. I never met him at a demo, but I did meet him at a trade show because I skated for this company called Lethal, which is so funny because everybody... You skated made... for a company called Lethal? Yeah, I skated for... You didn't know that? I skated for Lethal yeah, because... Yeah, buddy from all these years. And you I... never knew about Lethal? <laughs> no. Dude, listen to this. Get it, dude, did you get... film video part? Nothing. You never dude, had I've a video never... part you know, Lethal? You... Dude, you know me. I don't What about Fresh Jive? Or no, True Love. You had a pro Don't board. even bring that they one had up. Tr- we'll do that one later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let that one build up, dude. We'll let that one percolate. But let me edit that out. Yeah. If you want to, uh, just just on a side note, if you want to hear the Kareem Campbell story, it's great because I went to the ASR trade show, and you know, when you go to these things, it's pretty incredible because you get to see a lot of the people that you look up to and the videos and the magazines and stuff, and and these people are larger to life to you if you're a skate fan. And then to meet Kareem Campbell was just the best, and it could not have been better because. I went up and met Kareem and this dude who owned Lethal. He's kind of a kook. He introduced me to Kareem and he's like, this is the guy, you know, he can do these tricks and blah, 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 blah. And Kareem just looks at me and goes, yo, it's all on the love, love tip. And I thought that was the fucking best thing ever. I was so hyped on that. But Lethal was a pretty bad company. Brad Hayes skated for it. Great skater. Ooh. Shane Hill. With Brad Hayes? Uh, I saw him at Huntington Beach, and I had a lethal board, and he was, like, psyched on the fact that I had a lethal board, but I didn't bring it up. Did you guys have some sort of unspoken, like, look? You know, like, Freemasons, they look at each other, and they just know? No. Brad Hayes just look at you, and just, like, when you look at him, you just... I don't think so. His eyes were probably pretty closed at the time. But, like, I did meet another guy later on in life that was friends with my wife, and he actually had skated for lethal, which I thought was really funny, because we probably had skated together, but I didn't remember his name is steve weber he's from orange california what's up steve you're rad but hi steve um hey steve, what's up but yeah you know that was a fun time that was like my f- one of my first times getting product you know what i mean and uh, i'll be honest with you the graphics were so bad they looked like uh there was like flames you know what i mean like really corny graphics and and i was back. staying with PJ and Ryan and Jeremy at the time, and they were getting like really good stuff. And I had lethal products, and we would go and trade our boards in, um, you know, for girl boards or whatever at the time. And nobody would want to trade with my boards, so I was just like, "Fuck, dude, flames stuck are with sick, these dude. things." Flames, the yeah. Maple Hotbox logo. Yeah, the Maple Hotbox logo is great. I loved, I loved the art direction of Maple at that time. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Snyder Man had the he had the Hotbox graphic. And uh, he was, I liked, I liked Maple a lot. I thought it was a rad company. But 
Not cool. not so much lethal. That was not so great. But why don't we just backtrack a lot back, of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, I want to backtrack way to, back. Yeah, uh, yeah I want to go back. back to the Coliseum because sure. you know that's where you want to start. We got two pretty big figureheads here of the said shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, notable riders. Thank you. And top riders with top PJ, riders. <laughs> Colin Fisk, Dave yeah, Frank isn't Galant, I still then, I then still trip. Lesser Jeremy Rogers, the B team. Yeah, yep. Alexis like... Sablone, B team. Yeah, yep. like... Dave Armston, he was fucking boom. Dave Armston was awesome. Ah, fucking, he was so great across the, the board. Coliseum. He Dave Armston had one of the best contest runs of all time. Where he, he smoked took the bong hit. He took yeah, he smoked weed and he drank. Didn't he throw up in his run too? I can't remember if he, but Legend I know he, I know he yeah. smoked and yeah. drank and smoked weed inside and, of the Boston Expo Center during the run. During the and run, going. and people were just, they fucking loved it because that's like real skateboarding. You're not going to see that anywhere else. You know what I mean? I thought that was one of the coolest security things. Security was after us for you a got, while. You got there. kicked out of the contest because you, you did the best us. trick. You, I think you took your helmet off and then you kiff up off the ramp over the guardrail. And everybody yeah, cheered, and like then you got disqualified. Feet, eight feet. Yeah, that was a fucking enormous like kickflip. Eight feet, man. Flat Sick. first try. Nick Dompierre looked up to me when I did it because I was a little older than him. He was nice, there. dude. All right, but anyways, where do you guys want to start? Well, like, I want you to start by describing to the people why the Coliseum was a magical place. Yeah, no problem at all. I feel no like no drugs. That's number one. Yeah, actually. that was a big thing. Coliseum. All the Coliseum videos when we were young, All no sober. one did any drugs ever, except for, you know, a couple people, you know. Wait a minute. Like that just contradicts no. exactly <laughs> what you <laughs> just <laughs> said. Like, when we went on tours, there was no alcohol drinking. Yeah, none of that stuff. Weed. Nobody we, even thought of it. We, we were, were just, just, our minds were on skateboarding. We weren't weird on, enough. Yeah. Mm. You like to go in on the trips with uh, PJ and Ryan yeah. and Jeremy? Yeah. You know, what? that was, like, the craziest thing is because, like... When we were, we would go on these trips. We would go out into different areas, like Canada. You know, for instance, we go up to Montreal and go to like Peace Park and stuff like that. And, and you were, this is one you of were my, kidnapped, from what I understand. That time, I did get Shanghaied. I got fucking kidnapped. It was my first week in college, and I was a really serious. Yeah, I was a real serious student. I and found out um, what happened. We were just like, yeah, like, peel out. Peel out, peel out. So, so I was Canada. my first week at college, and they came to pick me up, and Matt told me, we're just going to go up, and we're going to skate Manchester, New Hampshire, because I'm from New Hampshire, and it's like, show us the spots. It's like, cool, cool, this is great. We'll go up there and skate, and it was the, the crew, you know? And we were skating Manchester, and PJ did some unbelievable things, and as usual. Yeah, rail slide at high speeds. Yeah, that, that rail, like, no one really even touches that thing now. <clears> he did it. It was pretty cra- pretty crazy, but... Um, yeah, we ended up going skating and then we get back in the car session was over or the van rather session was over and we start driving and I realized that we're not driving south. We're driving north. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And they started laughing and I was just like, what's going on? And they were like, Vey, you're not leaving. And I was like, dude, I got to get back to school. I have homework to do. You know, I have like all this stuff to do, all these nerd responsibilities. And, uh, they were just like, nah. We're going to Canada. And I was like, fuck, I can't get into Canada because this time I wasn't allowed to go into any other countries. I got into some trouble. And you uh, what that trouble was? Or no. Nah. I, just gotta, I you know, know what the trouble was, but I don't want to. Nah, it's, it's not even. I, I like hearing trouble. I just know that my good buddy Dave A was, uh, was like Bart Simpson. Yeah. The trouble. Yeah, I was like so some trouble. You couldn't get into Canada because it's some. Yeah, trouble. some trouble. That Nothing like. 
nothing too bad, but like bad enough to get banned from other countries. Anyways, so I was banned and I was tripping on that because I realized that once we got to Canada, I'd be fucked and I'd have to have my parents come pick me up, which was not good at all. Anyways, we got to the border. Everybody was getting through. I went in last to get checked in or whatever. Didn't work out. They were like, you can't go into Canada. I was like, fuck. So Matt Roman stepped up as usual and somehow, some way, he slipped into the back room with these guys, Border Patrol, Mm. and smoothed it over Matt Roman style and got me a visa. Bribed him money. Yeah, if you want to go, you know, we can leave that in quotations. But like, he ended up getting me into Canada, get me a visa that was like for two weeks or whatever, because he explained to them that I was like there for some contest, which is totally fiction. You know, fictional. We were there to sort of fuck around, and uh, he ended up getting me that, and he got me into Canada. And I didn't have anything with me. I had nothing. Everybody else had their, you know, gear and shit. I just had my board and clothes I had on my back. And they ended up buying me clothes and like doing all this other stuff. And Socks. Not yeah. Not only did they Burgers. get me in there, and we stayed in these like really fun hotels and got away with a lot of crazy shit. Crimes. Crimes. <laughs> and uh, like we got into this one hotel. And uh, PJ filled up a shopping bag, a plastic shopping bag, filled up with water and just tied it off. Remember that, Colin? And he went out to the window and just dropped it out. And it fucking went on this car and just exploded like a bomb. And then the car alarm went off. And by that time, Southie had already into like porn on the thing. And we got kicked out of the hotel like that. You know what I mean? Matt was probably not refunded any of his money. But we ended up just going to another hotel. And that was really nice because Matt the really. Way, we had a rent a van and there was, a tra- there was train tracks and. We hit the jump. Yeah. And we, uh, all four wheels were like car, but we just three feet up. But the whole team inside the car yep. could have died. Could have nah, died. We that couldn't. One. We just, Matt Roman had it. Yeah. Anything but he was Matt Roman did was with, like, with every time we got a used point. car, we found a jump and we went too fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too well, it sounds like too a reckless, fast. wholesome, good time. Yeah. That's exactly what it was, was that we were, you know, we weren't like doing anything too crazy, but in a sense, like, yeah, it was pretty crazy you know in what? hindsight. I think getting away with that stuff is way easier. Just having fun, good old fashioned Bam Margera style. Just because <laughs> no one had any drugs on them, so no one was paranoid. So you could yeah. have crazier fun. And also, if you're not you could on drugs, break and enter. Yeah. You could trespass, and then like once you're doing all that shit, it's way smoother because your eyes aren't all googly and shit. So when the authority mm. does come. You fucking can play any card you want yeah. to get out of that situation. Let breaking the law be your drug. Yes. Yeah. You know? yes. Like Bam you gotta get your kicks somehow. Yeah, that's or exactly what we were doing. Is like we would definitely go out like there with that. You know what I mean? With that mentality. So it sounds know, like also there. you know a big part of what made the Coliseum so great was let's give credit to where creds do. Matt and Artie. Yeah, oh, Matt and Artie right. were the best, dude. They treated us way better than we deserved. They Everybody. were like godfathers of street, yeah. of street skateboarding in Boston. Yeah, a lot of people didn't want to admit it. They, yeah, well, in skateboarding, they were really they were comedians and they were like exceptionally good. Some people yeah. don't choose their talents, but they were exceptionally good at like a little cynical at times about mm-hmm. not talking shit on people, but just like heckling. And Dude, they wouldn't some even have can't done it other than because they can have so much fun and get everybody to laugh so much at it. So then it like becomes addicting. But yeah, deep down, they love everybody in skateboarding. But just that's the thing in skateboarding. I've never heard of skateboarders really getting in brawls and like wars or anything. Like some people are like, I'm not, I don't like that kid. 
But at the end of the day, you're all in it together. You're all sharing the same thing. There's disagreements, yeah. and it's really fun I, to talk shit. I liked but everybody. How, loves, yeah, back everybody in the day, no one was safe. It, it was with different. The shit back then. Yeah, the yeah. shit talking was different though because it was done in like a very cynical, funny manner. Like, I you couldn't just go love in there. it when you guys talk shit on me. And yeah, I know well, you are, and I know everyone it. is. All my friends are. Yeah, and I know they're getting detailed, and people probably laughing. And yeah, I like to know that that people are having a good time. At my expense. Yeah, because you, if you can dish it out, you should be able to take it. Yeah, because it. I you know do what dish I mean? it out. I talk shit. Yeah, you think, whatever, you know what I mean? Who cares? But like, I think that the way that we would heckle people or make fun of particular things was done in an intelligent fashion. I think that's what made it so fun, was you couldn't just go in there and start motherfucking people. Yeah. You had to do it in like a really crafty way to try yeah, to, to make zing people them. laugh. Zing! zing. Yeah, that's what it. you're going for, zings, you know what I mean? going for gasps that's what we you know we made fun of people in like an articulate way like the way that like lord byron or oscar wilde would make fun of people i think you know? actually i think so that the, all the time what if oscar wilde was a skater you know he'd be in the best skater of all time the greatest skateboarder of oh, all God. time At, he would have been so funny because he was an athlete not an athlete and i think that's like a really important part of it but like yeah like the whole point of some of that stuff was to try to make matt and Artie laugh and if you can make matt and Artie laugh that was like what you were going for. At least that's what I was going for. Oh, Brian Leary was a big trouble causer at the Coliseum too. So he was probably the he biggest, helped out but he was rad. in uh the do chaos. You wanna, keeping it fun. Do you wanna is there any funny trouble stories of Oh of BL? Oh man. Can't rooftops <laughs> uh crimes that's too incriminating. Um, yeah you'd be breaking stuff. Uh he's a daddy now and he's a construction worker. Still skates, still supports skateboarding, still buys. Yeah, he Ryan buys. Galantz, yeah, Ryan Gallant. Just keeping it. Mm-hmm. You know, he loves all those people. He's sick. He probably, uh, yeah. I love Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. to him the other day on Instagram. Ryan he's great. Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Gallant. Gallant. Dude, he's great. He's a top pro. He's got yeah. true pro uh, ligaments. You know, in, I have, I have a question he's here. Superhuman. Yeah, I he's love a, that he's guy. He's a superhuman person. He, he's awesome. I've, dude, he's so good. Ryan, was I'm there... sorry I didn't send that copy of the 99 video yet. I yeah, it, I'm it's going it. to be in the mail. It's right here. We, we're going to send it tomorrow, but tomorrow's uh, Labor, Labor Day. Day. <laughs> yeah, so. It's um, right here, though. It's right there. I can see it. I'm um, looking at it. You know, I was going to ask personally from the 99 video to the Wonderful Horrible Life video. Um, you know, PJ Ladd's Wonderful Horrible Life, greatest video of all time. Thanks. But have you heard of it? Yeah, I've so I'm saying, what made twice. such a big the jump DVD, from those two videos? The jump in what sense? In like the quality of it, I feel like it's miles ahead of the '99 video. But I, I love think the 99 that the '99 video. video was made bootleg style because I think Matt Roman had to break into Emerson College and do it like total bootleg style. Like he broke in and used all the machines without any permission. I think that's how they made the '99 video, right? Yeah, Matt Roman just went into Emerson, yeah, Matt Roman style. Just did they go in through the roof? No, but that's, that's right. <laughs> I don't wouldn't doubt it. That's why I said that makes would have made through. sense. But yeah, from what I understand, that they just used all that equipment without anybody's permission, and then just made the ninety nine video, which crime is like pays. the ultimate certain crime. Yeah, most crime. But I like, mean, I started making skate videos just by stealing countless numbers of mini DV tapes. <laughs> like we started the company just by doing that. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like we never bought a tape up until like I don't know, after New Hell. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Good for you guys. Wait, so do you just like grab a bunch of mini tapes and then walk over to the refrigerator door, wait for the door to fog up, and then you slip it in the po- pockets like a shield, and then you do a 180 and the, the cameras didn't see shit. Mm. But if you were talking about it's the, okay, quality, it's from Walmart. the quality of the two videos, Big, yeah. I feel like uh, the 99 was definitely more bootlegged in a sense that they kind of did all that stuff kind of incognito. And then when they had the opportunity to do the second, the well, actually it was a third Coliseum video because it was yeah, genius, genius. Yeah. which mm. is genius. It lives up to its name. It's a great video. Fantastic. Already had a full part. Loved yeah. it. And then went on to the 99 video, and that's where people got to see PJ and Ryan for the first time. Well, PJ um, and Ryan were in the 99 video. Yes. Yeah. They. I think, in my opinion, out of all PJ's parts, I love his 99 part the most. Hmm. And, and I love Ryan's Fist, part, dude. Ryan skates to yeah, Ice Fist, Cube. Fist disagrees with you, actually. Sick. I don't Hit like him. PJ's part Hit in him. that because he rides a stupid-shaped board. What do you mean? And all the Sean Sheffy boards that no, were like 7.4? His trucks were too tight, and his, and his, his boards, they had a bad shape. That's why Anthony Van England's one of my favorite skaters is because if you look at his skateboard, his nose is steep, and he looks like an enjoyable board to ride. I like flat Same with my my favorite BMX bikers. I like them for how their bike looks. No BMX talk in this. If I'm going to be here, there's no fucking BMX talk. Wait, okay, so what... Are they laying down? No, no. What I'm asking is, what I'm asking is, was there like, did they, was there a sense that you were filming like, oh, not just a skate video, but like, serious video. not at all never oh. because i when i was out there in california we i think it must have started around that time around 2000 because we right ah, you son of a bitch yeah, just I pinched me hey when he does this christ on the cross he's but, a what do you call it what do you call that cat in the other room victor yeah what do you call him victor Damn it. Okay. Just keep going. <laughs> All right. So anyways, we were in California. Rascal. We were... That's the word I was trying to think of. Yeah, keep going. No, it's all good. We were living at Donnie Barley's house. It was me, PJ, Ryan, Jeremy Rogers. PJ and I. P- I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, Jake Rupp lived there and Donnie Barley, of course. And bless you. Donnie was like the best and he was super nice. What's up, Donnie? And yeah, uh, that's it. Donnie, Donnie Barley. Barley. Yeah. I love Donnie, dude. He is so rad. And um, anyways, so we were over there, and Corden and Artie were over there as well. Matt was over there for a little bit, but Matt had to go back. And then Artie and Corden were there. And uh, this is actually where Dave Corden taught me how to wash dishes. It was really good because he had seen me wash dishes, and he was not impressed. <laughs> so he, he taught me a little bit of how to like take care of myself. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, I love Corden. He's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, he's one of the best One of the best skateboard videos, like one of the best skate filmers I've I've you know been able to hang out with and stuff like that, and uh, I love he's really guy. cool. Very he's look, generous, he's super nice, dude. Sweetheart, yeah, mm. saint. But he's also really devious as well, too. Good boy. Like, he's a yeah. funny, good boy, bad boy. Yeah, he definitely is good. He's one of the f- best phone people ever. Making he prank phone calls he, or anything. He's like a, you know, he's kind of like a sour patch kid. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, sour yeah. on the outside, yeah. but you know, very soft and gooey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, that's what I like. And uh, anyways, we were living over there, and we were just skating because PJ had skated for uh, Element, and um, we were all sitting at the Element place, and it was pretty funny because you'd have like these cast of characters come over, and like we got to hang out with like Brian Anderson came over one night, and it was really funny because we were like putting on his shoes because he must have worn like a size like fourteen shoe or something. We were walking around with like fucking clown shoes. But back to what we were saying about filming for the video, nah, I don't really think about it too much. 
um, I was just really happy to be there and skating with people that were phenomenally good. PJ was the only one who had a board sponsor. PJ Ryan, Ryan had a board sponsor. He was skating for Expedition at the time. Oh, yeah. And I think that's where he spent most of his pro career was with them. Um, and they were also skated for Versatile Wheels. Um, but yeah, PJ skated for Element and Jeremy was great at that time because he was a little kid. I think he might have been like 15 or something. I think his mom let him just drop out of school and pursue his skating. He was sort a of comedian back then. Yeah, he was really fucking funny. He was just such a weird kid. And uh, he's he pretty funny really... now, even if he knows it or not. Yeah. 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 Intelligent. <laughs> it takes a great intelligence. To yeah, I think he's, you know, he's pretty passionate. Yeah, about I remember what back when he was blading into. at the eight ball skate park. Yep. He rollerbladed, and so I think his brother he did too. Yeah, yeah, he was a rollerblader. I'm not trying to hear to talk trash. I mean, that's just hey, reality. That's just history. The thing about rollerblading. Yeah, it's just yeah. history. Yeah. Rollerblading became extinct because of skateboarders calling rollerbladers gay when we were mm. young. That's Shh, what they would it's say. Dude, you can't say that. And, yeah, uh, you no. can't say that. We're not going to be able to release this podcast. Yeah, anymore. they go, yeah. but it's inline skaters. Yeah, YouTube <laughs> flags it and doesn't oh. let it put it up. If, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Um, and then when I was like a young, impressionable kid, everybody would be like, Rollerblades, get out of here. These are our skate spots. Get out of here, rollerblades. Because we'd be skating like Somerville High and flock of 40 rollerbladers yeah. would just flap up. Just, <laughs> just, yep. sh- Royale. Tons of, yeah, just tons <laughs> of wax. Uh, fish brain. <laughs> you know, it was like that movie, like Prayer of the Roller Boys. Yeah. Look it up if you haven't seen it. But, um, IMDb app. And then years went by and skateboarders bullied them, bullied them, bullied them. They became extinct, and now you look around the streets. There's no trick rollerbladers, freestyle rollerbladers anywhere. <laughs> freestyle every, rollerbladers. Every, every once in a while, you see one, and now I think that is so punk rock because uh, yeah. they're doing it anyway through all, within, power. within mm. all the hate. Yeah. Like they know all the hate was there, and they're doing it anyway for the love. Yeah. So when somebody makes fun of somebody so much and they still do it, they're motivated by the hate. Rollerbladers get my respect now. No, I they've think earned. that's kind of they've commendable. Earned. Yeah, I kind of can appreciate that. I think rollerblading is cool. So, Jeremy, yeah, you get my respect. Word. But anyways, when I was living with those guys, we would go and skate, and it was really cool because I had seen PJ and Ryan a little bit. You know what I mean? When I would go down and skate in Boston or whatever. And it was really funny because the first time I actually met PJ, he was with Eli Reed, and we were skating downtown Boston, and we came across these guys, and I was like, wow, they're really fucking good. And they ended up, Eli broke into some building and like smashed a um, vending machine Bronze. and just took all the shit. And like they came out and they like had all the stuff. I was like, wow, these guys are fucking funny. <laughs> that was like my <laughs> first impression. But like I got to skate with those guys later on. And when we were staying over there, it was really cool because I got to see people, their skill level was like unlike anything I'd ever seen before. Because I was just accustomed. No, Dude, no, you had no, your own no, bag no, no. Yeah, we all had our own bag of tricks. That was important. You could all be like, higher than them, man. Me and you at the time, now. we could all be higher. Come on, not Ryan. Ryan is like Ryan got superhuman, dude. I could you got some super Ryan human, at, dude. at the no. time. No. Well, well fist can only be pretty high, yeah. I yeah. don't know, dude. I could you could my belly button. I only yeah, we could all. Those, that's a pretty. That's a pretty metal, tall uh, belly button. Those metal yeah. barrier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, barriers. I've seen you. The people don't know that Fisk's belly button is actually directly in between his nipples. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and his nipples are on his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, getting to see, like, that stuff early on. And you know what was crazy, too, is when I started witnessing them doing what they were doing, 
I was thinking to myself, I was like, fuck, this is talent. I clearly have none. But I just enjoyed skating with these guys because they were really motivating me. And I learned a lot from skating with those guys. So I really owe them a lot you know what you mean in regards from me too though you yeah i mean right i can't there. go oh, saying yeah. colin fist definitely motivated me to like you know yeah. do dark slides and stuff but um really no not at all yeah, oh. i gave <laughs> have dark fly, dark slide that, yeah that you did, did give me the idea for that um, though you that did was give me one and a half flip dark slide because we were yeah you, you did give me some ideas no i didn't actually i just no i put that idea in that. your head yeah i think so i didn't he came up with that himself one and a half flip dark slide first and he was doing Casper slides, Casper stalls. Well, I just liked doing the tricks that nobody else was doing. And it wasn't like I was actually proactively thinking about that sort of thing. It was just the way that I skated that it came out that way. You know what I mean? I really liked Roddy Mullen and Mark Gonzalez and Nadas and a lot of those guys because they just skated differently. And as I got older, I just I started adapting those tricks because when I grew up in New Hampshire, there really wasn't anything to skate except for like, you know, good flat ground and stuff like that. So I yeah. really started doing that, and I was not a ramp champ. I was not into going to the skate park. And a lot of the guys that you know that were in my age bracket and stuff like that that were good, they only just skated ramps. And I just not a ramp champ, not, but yeah, a little bit of a ramp tramp. Ramp tramp, bull troll. Yeah. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was it's just rump like, chump. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I just liked skating flat ground, and I thought that stuff was more geared towards what I was into and I liked technical skating and and the way that I could manipulate the board. But when I got to see like, you know, like Ryan and PJ really going for it, it was fucking incredible because they were like, to me, like they were better than most pros when we were kids and getting to see that stuff firsthand was like really incredible. And it made me want to be a better skater. And by hanging out with those dudes vicariously, it made me a better skater. So like I really owe them quite a bit in that respect and but i got matt to see a lot of them yeah of course it all up. they hooked it all up like getting on the phone with matt and he would just be like what do you guys need you know and he, i would just, i'm still the same way like ah, you know i don't want to take anything blah 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 he'd be like no dude, just tell me and the other guys would be like tell him that you need something because if you don't tell him that you need something he's they not gonna send us anything dates too man they scheduled the play dates generator sessions oh yeah Friday, Wait, i wanted yeah. to ask you mentioned yeah. mark gonzalez Mm-hmm. Is it true you were this close to riding for Crooked? Very close. Yeah. I could have been. that would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. Dream sponsor of mine. Me. Yeah. And I w- could have lived vicariously through you. <laughs> yeah, that would have been you nice. Blew it. It would, I you did. fucked up. Right? I really did. That was our one I, in shot. Hi- in hindsight, I should have taken some yeah. of that stuff a little bit more seriously because I've always just been more into just going out and skating. But I also get really camera shy and like, it kind of is like, ugh, when I have to film stuff, and I know I shouldn't be saying that, but like, I just like skating and stuff. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, I got hooked up. Uh, I guess Mark Gonzalez had seen my part in the video, which perplexed me that he would be at all interested in the person that was like kind of a goof, you know, and a, a kind of a joke in the video. Mm. And he was interested in my skating because he thought it was cool that I kind of had like a synthesis of street skating and freestyle which was kind of what I was always going for. And he liked that, and they ended up sending me, because I think Colin had gotten hooked up with Antihero first, yeah, and then through the very, sales very rep. They were nice to me. Yeah, very, they hooked him up. Very, nice. And then very, through very that, nice. the guy was like, you know, Mark Gonzalez had seen your part, and he, and he liked it. And I was like, holy smokes, like, what a, could not be better than that. 
And then they started sending me some boards. And initially with the guy that was telling me the stuff was like, they wanted it to be an avant-garde company where they were going to sponsor kind of weirdos. And I was like super into that. You know what I mean? Because it's always been like one of my things. Like I always wanted to see weird stuff. And like I think it's cool now like Fancy Lad and stuff like that exists because it fulfills that sort of stuff where you can see stuff that's just not typical in skateboarding. And I always enjoyed Each seeing... person being their own person. Yeah, or doing something new and original. Like you can do like the best kiff up ever. That's great. But like... You know what I mean? You can always see so much of that. You're like, okay, whatever. But I like seeing yeah. new and exciting things. People might think that's kooky, but I think now, I mean, in today's society, like that stuff is really starting to take hold and people are starting to appreciate that sort of stuff, which is not cool. allowed into the Olympics. Yeah, but that, dude, who cares about that? That's because not because even... there's no way to judge it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's new. How do you yeah. even judge skating to begin with? I always thought that was such a weird thing. You can and do your standard do tricks and that's what it is, but I'd right. rather just see people that were strange. Brand new. It's like a painting competition. Precisely. How do you judge art? You know what I mean? It's like one. It's Too very subjective. subjective. Ding dong. That's how it works. But ding like ding dong. Ding dong. But like, uh, yeah, I had the opportunity to do that, and it kind of fizzled out. It had a lot to do with me not being very proactive in uh, calling people up and asking for things because I would get I skate my stuff until it's fucking dead. Right. Until I break the board, and that's when I'll get a new board. I, don't I skate, skate one it. board a year. Yeah, well, it's because you skate like twice a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just joking. Colin skates all the time, and he rips. He ripped yesterday. I but... ride a bike, and that's my skateboard. My Colin, skateboard. Did, Colin does yeah, not skate bikes. all the time. Yeah, it's true. But when he Please does don't skate, lie to our sweaty, when, yeah, I know. I'm fans. sorry. I'm just. They need to know the truth. I love Colin. Yeah, we all He's great. love Colin. And he we does when he wants to skate. He can skate. And skateboarding I've seen... hurts because my muscle memory. I'm on my bike all day for work. <laughs> Okay, and I love spots. I love skate spots, finding yeah. spots. I'm always on the hunt. I've never ever looked at any object without the skateboard eyes mm. or riding eyes. And I see spots, and because biking is my job, yeah, I know how to bike. And some of these spots are on grass, dirt, too rough, too far away. And how am I going to get to that far away spot? I'm on my bike. I'm there and I'm now. So I use my bike as a skateboard. But the my heart, That's my skateboard heart is there heard. on my bike. How are you the trying fuck to are get... you using your bike as a skateboard? Are so, you trying to so get that because I'm a skateboarder. skating is because you're your bike you're skating yeah. on your bike? So I'm a skateboarder. So <laughs> all these spots, they're skate spots. Sometimes I don't skate enough, so I'm not good enough to skate these skate yeah. spots that I find. So I ride my bike on these skate spots. Jesus. Dude, I think this thing is really you know, getting away from us. Sometimes when somebody I think gets... we need to work on the continuity of this whole thing. I get it. I everyone everyone has their of... skateboard in a van. Fisk's just happens to be a bike. Yeah. It's true. Well, you know what? Just to bring it back to yeah, the sponsors let's... thing. Yeah. I think that you fit on Crooked much Thank more you. than Fisk fit on Antihero. It's true. Well, I don't know. No, it's true. Because, like, Antihero is a bunch of, you Admit know. It. Hesh yeah. dudes doing hesh shit. But Colin I was, was great. Flamboyant clothes that were not cool at the time. Yeah, but oh, they were cool. Abe always Super says flamboyant. that your fashion was at its peak at that time. Yeah. yeah, you were the first person I ever really hung out with that wore tight pants. Oh, we used to fight all the time about fashion. You and I? Yeah. We used well, to get because, fights about all different types yeah, of things. Yeah, but it was more about... at each other. Yeah, I know. Me and, and they would scream I love at each that. other. Like, you will not listen to logic. And then we would have logic. an audience 
because we were fighting. Yeah, and it got even crazier. We would say that we would go for the throat, dude. There was no like, no, like the kitty gloves came. We'd off. scream at each other for like an hour. Because I'm more about function as opposed to fashion, and if it doesn't work, your face then would get red. Fun? We would you fight do. so hard. Yeah, it would. I would get. And it was really always heated. about some stupid shit. Yeah, mundane trivia, but that's why. And it like, wasn't friends. just your slash technique and Ninja Gaiden. No, it had m- way more to do than my slash technique, which Colin would constantly ridicule, but. My slash is fine, dude. I've beat Ninja Gaiden 2. No, you didn't. Yeah, Ancient Ship of Doom fucking killed that <laughs> no, game. No, you didn't. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, we get into arguments. It was always like kind of fun because at the same time, because we're talking about like stuff that doesn't really matter, like you know, tight pants versus like pants that you can skate in without All right. ripping them across. Baggy pants, they yeah. weigh more. They're heavier. Remember what we used They're to call baggy pants? Aerodynamic. What do we Just get this out. Get what do we, call, out, what do we right? used to call baggy pants? What fats? Fats. Yeah. yeah. Ass fats. Ass fats. Cord- I mean, uh, Armston never gave up his fats. He always had fats on. Skateboarders want to go fast. They need to get aerodynamic clothing. It's lighter. <laughs> they can jump higher. Uh, it doesn't absorb as much sweat. People wearing those big denims, and then they're pretending like they're not into fashion, wearing those big baggy denims. He- they're like five pounds. They start sweating. They're six pounds. They're getting nasty. They're, yeah. not, they're not ventilated. But guess what? You can crash and you can slide in them. But guess what? What? Hey, what? Bleeding is cool. Damn, that's a true. A lesson, no lesson better learned than a lesson learned in blood. That's pretty fucking fierce, man. That's a good mantra. So skate naked. That's what I'm saying. Shave your legs, <laughs> skate naked. You'd be flying around, All right. whizzing. Like Jeremy Rogers. Yeah. Like Jeremy, he backside tail slid a rail naked. Yeah. That's fucking incredible, dude. His little wiggler was out. Yeah, it's true. No, dude, his little wiggler apparently can break magnums. Don't you remember one of his lyrics? Isn't that one of his lyrics that he breaks he, magnums? I hear that he uses his little wiggler to break uh, cement blocks as a karate move. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's some real strength, dude. But anyways, uh, we really got this one got away from us hey listen yeah. why don't we take a quick break because we need a commercial break from our sponsor right. yeah it's they true. paid us a lot of money mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i've previewed the commercial it's a really good one so we're gonna God have to it. take a listen to that let's Shit. do it we'll be all back. right we'll be back uh, yeah in today's fast-paced nine-to-five world it can be hard to find some time for yourself and despite the impending climate crisis, we know the only emissions you're really concerned about are the nocturnal ones. That's why we created Nocturnal E, the only orally taken pill that guarantees you'll come in your sleep. Nocturnal E works by you eating it and then you coming while you sleep. It's pretty simple. So say goodbye to late night cranking and early morning wanking and say hello to Nocturnal E. Uh, yeah. And we're back. Thank you, Colin. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. For our listeners, just fast-forwarding to the middle of the podcast, that was uh, pro skater Colin Fisk and our sp- other sp- special guest, pro skater David Vey, the king of freestyle. Thank you. The king. Do you guys know how I got that nickname? No. So we were driving cross-country, and we were in, in Texas. I'd like to know. You want to know? Yeah. I'll tell the story. Seriously. So we were driving cross-country. When we got to Texas, and this is just when they had started opening up Vans skate parks, and we 
got there at like some weird hour. I think they were just about to close and we got inside and the guy was like, oh, we're going to shut down, but you guys are skaters. And like, yeah, right, whatever. Same. So like, I think Matt and Artie were like pressuring me into like, like, just do a freestyle trick, see if we can get in. So like I did like a handstand kiff up or something. Right. And they're like, oh, cool. They let us in. And we started talking to this guy and it was so funny because he had this company and it was called Guns Skateboards. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's just trying to hype up guns and like talking to me. And he was like, what's your name? And I was like, I'm Dave A, the king of freestyle. Like just joking and, you know, being as, as like sarcastic as I could be. And he was like really into it. But then as we, we left the place. Oh, like, by the way, they gave me a girl board there, which is great. They gave me a Colin McKay girl board. And we left and that was kind of like how I was like, oh, maybe if I say I'm Dave V, the King Freestyle, maybe I'll get some more free stuff. But so Matt you came Art, up with it yourself. Yeah, because I had thought like it was really funny that I would say something like that because like how pretentious yeah, you have how to be. Yeah, you would sound. Precisely. Yeah. Like, how the big idea of an ego of do you need to yeah, have? exactly. To ca- claim yourself as something that somebody else had worked their entire life for, which was Ronnie Mullen, and he beat the shit out of freestyle skating and for me to come up and say something like that where a guy has like a 64th of the tricks that that guy has and call himself the king of freestyle was like funny to me anyways we got back in the car and matt and Artie loved it they thought it was so funny that i had announced myself as Ooh. that and like they just kind of ran with it in hindsight i didn't like it and especially when the videos came out that i didn't have my name like my parents were just like what because i showed them some of that stuff because they didn't really know much about skating they my mom had like watched some skate videos with me or whatever, but like they had no idea about skateboarding. They weren't very interested in it at all. Dave's like, dad actually thought that um, when they showed him all the videos yeah, back thought, in the nineties, they were all fake. He didn't believe they were real. He thought it was all CGI. special. Effect. He thought trick they were, photography. Yeah, John thought, but that's like real. My yeah. mom used to say the same yeah, thing with Mullen parts. <laughs> yeah, they like, all thought it was. They all thought it was fake. They were like, no. Like, this is all computer-generated. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, there's actually, no people don't do that shit. Can I just throw in a quick story about yeah. Welcome to Hell? Everybody knows Welcome to Hell, the of first course. skateboard mm-hmm. video. video that was one of the greatest videos Extreme ever. Love the crash section. Yo, the me best. and my boy yeah. Brian Leary of Coliseum Skate Shop, we had that video. We watched it religiously over and over and over again. Um, it was the early 90s, and then we got a new clicker, a remote control for the mm-hmm. TV. A clicker. Yeah. A clicker. Yeah, the clicker. And this thing the had like a click pause and it had slow-mo and had frame by frame. Yeah. So we were like had Welcome to Hell was brand new video. And we were watching Jamie Thomas, his part, last section. He was doing a backside 180 over this gap. Mm-hmm. But they used to film at low fisheye angles. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, that was a sick-ass 180. And Leary would be like, there was a fucking 360. I'd be like, no, it was a 180. But this was before we had the new clicker. Mm. And we used to fight about it fight about it and fight about it like for days he thought it was a 360 and i was like it's a 180 and then finally we got the slow-mo we slow-moed it i was like see fucking 180 yeah and yeah. that is what and then he the normal you. people and then he beat the shit <laughs> and that's what normal people that don't skateboard when they see skateboarding they don't know what is a 360 yeah. flip a kick flip that it can't differentiate anything it's just a blur of it like whatever just, we yeah. do yeah. So skateboarding is pretty much it's like listening to a different for someone talk it's in like another a, language. It's all just it's a secret club. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It must be super. Register. I think it's like pretty boring for them because it's just like everything looks the same. Yeah, everything looks much. the same to like, like old old people. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like anything new. I uh, used to get in some arguments over semantics of skateboarding. Still do. Mm-hmm. Oh really? 
Yeah, believe it or not. Interesting. Um, such as the fakey board slide, fakey lip slide debate. Right, exactly. Um, but oh, I love those. I debates. remember oh, my I love debates like that. I Whether remember or not it's a half cap flip or front mm-hmm. side, like fake yeah. front side, if that even exists, I right. love debates. It used like to be, that. yeah, I was really confusing the nolly front side flips being called front side, even though they're clearly nolly half cap flips. You know, yeah, but make any sense. Um, I remember winning this one argument with my brothers. Yeah, about I front with side shove it. They thought it had to be backside because you're scooping it to your back. Yeah. Right. So it has to be a backside shove it. Yeah. And I said, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No. And then I found it in a magazine. I said, see, I told you so, stupid. You're such a stupid idiot. And then they're like, Psh. Older yeah. brothers, <laughs> they hold it against you for a whole life, and they'll, like, disappear into a new town. If younger brothers, like, win them at any arguments or any other things mm. in life. They win them. They just disappear. Definitely. If you win them at arguments. Mm. Cool. I'm about to win you right now. Well, it's also weird, you know, if you do like, if you do, uh, you know, just a regular power slide is, would be, would be front side. Yeah. But if you think about, that's like the same way as doing a backside board slide. And same with like, if you're doing a backside power slide, that's like doing a well, front board. Well, you're moving board. forward. But I mean, I'd it's just power because slide, it's because of the object. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Front side it's power slide. It's in relation object. to where right. the object so is. So that's why it's all... That's yeah. why it gets confusing because it's all. I remember when I was a kid. When I was is. a kid, and I would see the acronym for backside, and it said BS. I used to think it meant bullshit because that's what I knew BS to be, and I always thought that was the funniest shit because I read a uh, thing and I would see Jamie Thomas bullshit fifty oh. fifty. Hey, oh, and oh, I, that I just, just had a, an idea. That's just, that's really nice, up. Dave. My yeah, boy, Dave. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. Love you, man. Love you. Hey, <laughs> check this out, right? Attention, skateboarders. Yeah. Attention, Thrasher magazine. Hello. In Thrasher <laughs> magazine. Uh, hey Tony, tell great guy. TV. You open up you. the magazine, super funny guy, and you look at the skateboarders, and they say backside crooked grind, frontside nose slide pretzel. Right? Mm-hmm. We're skateboarders. Okay? Yeah, I see that one every issue. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just Talking saying. These are examples. I'm a big pretzel head example. myself. Hey, yeah, you want some more examples? Shut up. Shut up. Front side, blunt side. I'll right. give you more examples. I just like no. to point out, Tom has a pretzel on his head right now. Yeah. Let me get to the point. For the Patreon viewers out there. Oh, Go they, on. They We're it. in Thrasher magazine for an example. You open up any page. You see the you see the photo of the skateboarder. It says the trick in the corner, bottom corner of the page. We're all skateboarders here, are we not? I'm a skateboarder. All skateboarders. We know uh, what I'm fucking skater, trick dude. it is, right? So why skater, not dude. have some fun and just make up all these fucking whacked out names and not tell the people that it's a fucking frontside crooked grind and oh, let yeah. them let them squirm. Tell them it's some other fucking trick. And well, let them like squirm. Let the people type squirm. Shit. If you want to go into the history of crooked grinds, they first started off, I think, as pointer grinds and then K grinds with a K. Was that because Costin invented it? That's I don't think Costin invented up. it. Dan Paterka invented Love Dan Paterka. I love Dan Paterka as dude, well, dude. front size shove, That's, late front flips. You know what? Flips. I've always been a fan of people that had like one video part and they crushed it and they disappeared. Like Dan Paterka is like the perfect example. You showed of that. me that Damon Bird part. I love Damon Bird. Yeah, that, those I guys have Damon names Bird. that Tim, sound like Tim small, Jackson, tiny tri- the dude tech tricks from uh, Speed years. Freaks. Right, he did the craziest wall rides. If you kids are out there, watch Tim Jackson. Laybacks. Watch Damon Bird. Dan Paterka though is like Penny before Penny because he would do the wildest tech tricks, but with the coolest style. But like Jason Dan Paterka, I think was the one that had invented the crooked grind because he was doing on that double sided curb in the H G video. He was doing like the no side popovers, and then he would just like grind it and pop over crooked grind. 
But I think Wade Spare also did the backside. Uh, well, they say it's backside nose grind, but it's a crook grind on Hubba. I think he was the first person to grind Hubba. But mm. if you look at the photo, it's totally a crook grind. Yeah. And, of course, Kostin came in and then just kind of made it his own with the K grind and then the crooked grind because that was like his bread and butter. But I grew up in the generation in which crooked grinds were like, if you couldn't crooked grind, you fucking sucked. Well, Heath Kirchart hates crooked grinds. I know. If there was a his, photo so of Jeremy a, I listened to the Destroying America commentary growing yep. up. Okay, I know Heath hates crooked grinds. Yeah. <laughs> and they used to call it the crookie monster. And I remember going to contests it's in a philosophy. the mid-90s. They're all philosophers. everybody was doing crooked grinds. skateboarders. And if you didn't they do... They hate because of philosophies. What do you mean? What do you mean they hate because if of Heath philosophies? Hates a crooked Mark Johnson, crookie, crookie monster rearing its ugly head, bro. Yeah, exactly. By proxy, you hate a trick because it's popular. So, I think that's a very innate not thing because in it's p- popular because he's a, he's a he's a purist. purist. If you're gonna do a crooked grind, why not just do a nose slide? You know, I think that's why not just thing. do a nose grind. Yeah, I, I know guys, I knew argument. guys that were big into that. Where if you touched your nose on the ledge and stuff, it was just not acceptable. But fuck that. Oh, here, here, I but can I just give an example happens. of that? Back to that magazine thing, real quick. Yeah. You talking about crooked grinds? You talking names of tricks? Here's what I might. All right, give me a trick. Throw like say you see a photo of a magazine. Give me the name of it. The varial heel flip. Varial heel flip in a magazine. A photo of it. I would describe it in a magazine as boy takes flight, <laughs> board board twisting, <laughs> board twisting in the air. Outwardly, yeah, that's a very um, good description of a burial heel flip. I know exactly what feet, you're talking about. You know, just poetically describe the so tricks you instead of you call, call it the standard burial heel, and you wouldn't call it the poopy doo doo head flip. No, 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 no. Try to I would try to dis- yeah, I would describe it in a poetic way. You know, so it's like just like you know how like skateboarding is individuals. Yeah. You know, have the fucking the person describing the trick as being like a so if you inventive had individual. a picture of you doing a varial heel down the nine in financial, as seen in PG Lads were a horrible life. Mm-hmm. You would be okay turning the page, opening it, and having someone have a caption: "Boy takes flight." Dude, I honestly believe with if he twisting Colin saw board, that, he would be the person that he'd be, be the only one actually. Yeah, 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 I came up with the idea. Yeah, wasn't well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, yo. I'm just trying to say. Here. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite things about Colin is that oh, I'm right he, here. Yeah, I'm you're so right close here. To you, man. I know, dude. Tell we're me. like six inches away, but like you're one you of my favorite closer. things about you is that you love your own ideas so much that it doesn't matter if people are even trying to convince you with conventional wisdom or logic mm-hmm. that you're just gonna run oh. with your idea. And I think that's one of the coolest things because you have a lot of integrity. In that sense, but you're fucking completely crazy. Here's here's one that me and Vay <laughs> got in a war about. We, me and Vay, used to drive up to fucking Vermont. You know, yeah. we used to fucking get weird up in Vermont. You know, sure did. Some of the with the boards, shit. we bombing hills. You went. I remember when you broke fifty. That was, was the going, first time you broke fifty. I was going 50. like close to fifty. No, no, you broke fifty on that one hill that we followed it was you down. Scary. I remember looking at the speedometer and saying, "This is fucking crazy." Mm. Um, and I thought you were going to die. Yo, so driving, this. driving hey. back from these weird times that me yeah. and Bay would have up in, up in the wilderness, partying, man, in the woods, with owls, giant bats, and shit, getting weird. Yep, the giant. I'd bat. be driving back, that was fucking crazy, in my Monte Carlo, and it would get so late at night, and there was no cars anywhere on yeah. the road. And I just started doing a 50-50 grind on the center of the white lines. 
because I said yes. my case was it's safer to lock and onto something like a track and you're just doing a 50-50 grind. And, it, and it's just you 50-50 grind it all the way back. Yeah. And Vase says, no, it's safer to be in a lane. But this is a two-lane <laughs> highway. And I say, no, if you're in the smack middle of the highway, if you get tired yeah. and start to drift off, you have – maximum time exactly. to correct yourself and, and get back into the middle lane if you're on the far lane yeah. at late at night no other cars on the road and you're just like closer if you if you get tired and you make a tiny little mistake you're off the edge you could drift off i'm saying you have t it's a timing thing. yeah you're i would 50 -50. say that, that you, kind of makes sense but that logic is sort of crazy because eh, try to explain it to a state perfect trooper. knowledge exactly to, i agree with that, that was not it should be a rational you person were like, no oh, you were like, no that there to a was state no trooper, cars well, this was sense. late at night yeah. there's no cars yeah. anywhere state trooper would have lights remember looking that in the, yeah. i would see that shit yeah. when you remember see time, somebody though, pulling up on you at night you see the lights yeah ain't no state troopers and if they're on the side of the road they don't see that you're in the middle of the lanes because they're on the side of the road and roads are convex. So you both down. were in Thrasher magazine, huh? How? Yes. Uh, Quite a few times. Well, a couple of times. How? I got to be in Transworld, Thrasher, Slap. We were in this magazine. Really cool. Oh, really? Just, yeah. We were all over the magazines. Yeah, it was cool. You, a lot of young youngins don't know that. How, did it, don't know how that. did it feel at the peak of your oh, stardom? Dude, it could not have been better. I mean, to have a photo in thrasher magazine was like the i had two and i we'd also had out, i had some our other shits ones on our walls in our Dude, room look at ourselves because mm. like thrasher is still about the next trick we could do in the next mm -hmm. day i always love thrasher over the other magazines i like thrasher and big brother i mean it's you know yeah big brother at its height so right like, you like some nasty i loved like big brother nasty. Dude, big brother to me like it really spoke to me but like in thrasher like when you're reading thrasher it they is had the funny captions they did but but Big Brother killed it with like all kinds of stuff. Like I remember oh, yeah. as a kid, and I got I had a subscription to Big Brother, and you but know Thrasher, you open it up and there's a How to Kill Yourself article. But Thrasher was more the great. elite, actually professional yes. skateboarding. Big Thrasher. Brother had a lot of B-rated skaters. It didn't had video gra Everybody video knows grabs what a and, grind is. Yeah. and yeah. different things what a like that. Is. But I was more I was more <laughs> dude. Come on, yeah. I I really enjoyed Big Brother because I thought that. The writing was a little bit better than some of the other stuff, you know what I mean? And like the articles and the interviews, it seemed very um, confrontational. Yeah. And skateboarding is not nice, and it's not supposed to be nice. And when you read Big Brother, especially some of the old ones, dude, it's so fucking yeah. funny. Beautiful. It was so I mean, advanced. Skateboarding, Real just skateboarding. like comedy or everything else is yeah. becoming you know that sort of uh, dude. It's so hard. Censored, I can't imagine how hard it must uh, be to be a comic nowadays. Yeah, I mean, Milk Snake was saying to me, he's like, do you really want to even take that away from skating? Where it's like the last uncensored art form yeah. out there. And then you, you know, out of everything. Yeah. Skateboarding should not be censored. People's opinions should not be censored. People, I mean, that's the thing about freedom of speech. Everybody loves freedom of speech until it offends you. And then you're like, no, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't jive with me or it hurts my feelings. But let me just say, I, I know that it must have felt good being in Thrasher Dude, because as a better. fellow skater yeah. who has been in Thrasher. Yeah, you've yeah, had you had one of the best ones, Big. You did Mystery the hard flip hippie hop. Clip. Dude, fucking awesome. It was so unbelievable. Yeah, thank you. So thank you. Matt has been in some tours, but he didn't have yep. a full page sequence spread like Big. No, you had a something else, Big. Mm. Yeah. Some, having a something else to me is something, something Matt has always been jealous of me really? of his entire life. Matt yeah. Thomaso. Oh, he mentions it all the time. 
Yeah. It must eat him up inside, dude. He sits there in bed, like, at night, just wide awake. He's like, son of a bitch. He's, he, tells, he tells me it eats him out. Yeah. Matt it's is true. self-conscious about his arm style. When really? he does trade Matt Tomaselli, he's super self-conscious about his arm style. Remember, I make con- fun of him for it. You know what? I make fun of his arm style, but secretly, I like his arm you were style. The first, you were the first person I ever met. That brought to my attention about people's arms. And yeah, because you always watch the feet. Because you're always watching. Everybody's the feet. always watching the feet. And you're like, watch this guy's arms. I mean, but crazy. you watch one Matt Mumford part, and you're yeah. gonna be like, hey, check out these arms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so sick, dude. I'm always watching them toes twinkle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Matt's toes are always twinkling, like when Matt Tomasello is in the air off that that fancy led skate park boob bump that mm. Doug Moore. Um, Yell exit Doug, Doug Moore. Doug Moore Dougie. made. Yeah, Yell exit Dougie Death. Defcon 5 made. And his best friend Gary yeah, Death. Matt Box. Tomasello is always taking flight off that boob at the park, and his feet are always just twinkling in mm. the air. Just his feet are going every which way. You know, like you know, like a ballerina, his toes are just twinkling. Yeah. There's like sparkles coming off me. He's like, Some Chikos, he's magical shit. Type it's shit, magical dude. shit. It is magical shit. You. I love Matt's skate. But you got to look at his arm, Steve. I like, magical. first thing I like about skateboarders more than anything else, there's. And their style or anything like that is board control. I like people that have board control. He quick like day one. Yeah, that can manipulate their board and however they want, you know. And like some oh, of he stuff, manipulates like, his board. I all just, right, oh. I like that stuff, dude. I, to me, that's the most important part about being. If you want to be a good skater or whatever he, like that, is board control. Yeah, he's in full control of his board yeah. when he saws it in half. Yeah, exactly. And then he drills into can, hinges. And even the way that Matt had described a trick that he had done the other day when he had his board cut in half and he has to drop in on this crazy ramp and he's more concerned like his board like will fold in half. But like to be able to even do that stuff, like you have to be such a good skater and then to be able to do those tricks afterwards is just like impossible. You know, I love that stuff. But do you guys yeah, want to hear about... This isn't the Matt Tomasello podcast. No, this no, is the isn't. David Vey Colin yeah. fucking Fisk podcast. Right. right. Well, do you guys want to hear about how Matt and Arnie got me to destroy a BMW? Absolutely. Okay. That sounds fun. It you was know, I... so much fun, dude. It was the best. So we were in Beverly Hills. 90210. Yep. 90210. 90201. And then we ended up driving around, and we were kind of bored. We were making prank phone calls to all these places, because we used to just love making prank phone calls. It was so much fun, but uh, we were you're just never dr- bored when you're hanging with Dave Vey. No, never. Try yeah. to be, you know, doing something fun. But like, anyways, so we were just bored, and then Matt was like, "Vey, do you want to just drive a really expensive car?" And I was like, "Of course." So we ended up going to the BMW of Beverly Hills, and we walked in, and Matt and Artie went ahead and introduced me as like a big up and coming pro skater. You know, that I had a lot of value and I was going to make all this money and blah, blah, blah. They were my agents and they really wanted to get a car that would, you know, associate myself with the success that I was having in my skating. So all this stuff is in quotations. Perfect. You can't see that. But anyways, oh, it's they all can in see quotations. If, they pay the, the if you pay the nine ninety nine, congratulations. Right. For the Patreon. The quotations. Yeah. But anyways, so we got to the BMW place and we started talking to one of their salespeople or whatever. And this woman was like, okay, what do you want to drive? I was like, oh, fucking M3, right? So I could get, I try to pick like the nicest cherry red BMW. And we get in there and get in the BMW and she closes my door. And as she's walking around Mm -hmm. to the passenger side, Matt and Artie were like, fuck this thing up. And I was like, you got it. So we (laughs) get in the car. How old were you again? Uh, I was 18. And, um, so they get in, 
She gets in the car, and as soon as she gets in, dude, I just fucking drop it and fucking peel the tires. And she's like, wow, you're an aggressive driver. And I was like, we got to be. And we start just peeling around Beverly Hills, just fucking shit up. Just I'm going for it. I'm really trying to, like, legitimately fuck the car up. (laughs) You're skidding out or just... Yeah, I was doing just everything. Hitting dude. just bumps at full speed. Fully. Yeah. Yeah. Any speed bump, anything. I grinded a curb. Um, I <laughs> 50, ran a red light. Curb? Yeah, 50, 50, 50, 50, the curb. 50 50 the curb. Um, I just, as soon as we got to like a red light, fucking run it. You know, do Yo, all the bad hey, stuff. I'm a biker, man. No, but go on. Yeah, dude. Whatever. This is Beverly Hills. Probably. Anyways, this is Beverly no Hills. No one's, no one's bike messaging around there. Anyways, and this is in 2000. So, anyways, so I was just driving the car around, fucking shit up, and, you know, we get back to the BMW place, and this lady, her fucking hair was blown back, dude. She was not into it at all. And um, she was like, well, let's, let's move forward, you know, let's do the paperwork and everything. And I was like, you know, this car was fun. We've already been to, like, Audi and Jaguar and stuff like that. I was like, I want to try an Aston Martin. And she's like, oh, shoot, you know, like, mm. you know, little... Let me know. Give me your. Let me give me your card. You know, she gave me your card and everything like that. And we're like, okay, well, you know, we'll think about it. And I really fucking went for it. This thing had to go to the shop after I was done. (laughs) (laughs) I really fucking went for it. And uh, get back and um, get out. You know, say, you know, thank you, goodbye. Get back and they see us go to Matt's 1994 Honda Civic hatchback with (laughs) Massachusetts plates. And they were like, foul, they fucking red carded us, you know, like, whoa, 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 get back here, get back here. We just fucking hopped in the car and took off, but they were like chasing us after the street because they, you know, I fucked this thing up. And uh, the only picture we have or anything like that is like, already took a picture of me standing in front of the car. But I still think that was like one of the funniest things I got to do with Matt and Artie. I never would have done something like that had it not been for their encouragement. But, you know, in, in hindsight, I would say it's like good natured fun. I love that. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, BMW can afford it, I think. Exactly, dude. They make tons of money. Dude. They One car for a bunch of guys from New England having fun in Beverly Hills, it's worth it. They probably think it's worth it, too. Yeah, yeah. And I, if they listen to this podcast, which I'm sure they will. They definitely they do. They're going to be like, you know what? Those guys had a good time. Yeah. The cars were, you know, that was for fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got to do a lot of funny stuff like that. They were really good about, you know, kind of encouraging us in somewhat bad behaviors. Which in hindsight are really funny because I probably would not have ever done something like that. So it was a good. They're time. such nice guys. It's funny. Exactly. That's they the really thing that it. makes it really good. Because Matt and Artie, the Coliseum, all the parents loved Matt and Artie. Right. Yeah. But if they had any idea, Wolf in sheep's some, clothing. <laughs> precisely, Wolf in sheep's clothing, ultimate. And uh, if they had any inkling as to kind of what we were doing, the chaos they would probably have been like. Mayhem. Put the brakes on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was super oh, fun. But wait. Did you, you remember the Wakefield Park and Boston Massacre and that one kid that was bought go- our video? Oh, you mean that we just we ruined their Easter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, was, yeah we ruined Easter. And, I mean, you know that story because you yeah. were like. I was going to ask you guys about the Boston Massacre because sure. I don't know if you know this. Boston Massacre, uh, well, the PJ Lads Massacre turned into the Dave yes. Vay, Colin Fisk it Chainsaw did. Massacre. And me and Vay, Vay and I, we ran a basketball course. We dragged the ramps out. We ran a YMCA skate We used camp. to do skate lessons. We built ramps and had fun until 5 a.m. in the morning. And we taught lessons, and there was this one boy. You're talking about Duckfoot? 
hard of hearing boy. Oh no. Oh, you're talking Duckfoot. Yeah, Duckfoot um, was awesome. He, he would drop in with his. You know was how you're skating? Child. Sorry. Just one thing. Duckfoot. This guy put his. You know how you're standing on your skateboard as a regular skater. You, your feet are facing one direction. This dude would have his front foot facing straight ahead at his hardware, and he would skate like that. And I was just like, dude, you're gonna fucking break your leg if you keep skating like that. But he did anyways, and I just, I just thought it was so funny because like, how do you teach people how to skate? Mike Ford. No. Duckfoot, <laughs> not fork, not tugboat. Mm. Yeah, but anyways, I like that stuff. Like that. No. Did but you guys anyways. like the Boston Massacre? You know what? If I, I'll be honest with you. When I saw the first version of it, they had me skating to the song "Rock Me Amadeus," and I got very upset. That song was awesome. It, it I love is that awesome. Song. It is great. Yeah, but I it was do not like that for song. a skate part. And Sample. also, a lot of the editing I would have cut out. I if I was gonna make my own part with that video. Because there was parts in that video where I was legitimately trying to do tricks, as opposed to just. Let me guess. You would have cut out Big's part. You would have cut out. Nope. Big, you did a five forty flip in my part. That was a great trick. Hell yeah, Big. I would have kept Big in there, and I would have made my part about a a minute long. Because initially, when they propositioned us with the idea of doing it, it was supposed to be like an a one on one video in which it's going to be like a ten minute video, Mm. which is, in my opinion, like some of the best ways to make videos because you want to make a short video people can watch it real quick get psyched to go skating and then do it from there but unfortunately i think they got kind of drunk or something like that when they were like editing the video and uh it just kind of came out kind of crazy i loved it i loved the I format okay. of it and it is cool the format is yeah. cool. everybody had their kind of own video yeah in the video which right. is kind of an interesting thing and it's a lot of personality in there but i feel like the execution of it could have been a little bit yeah, better. It felt a little rushed. I don't know if it was or not. Weird. Yeah, it was kind I of hated weird. My part is because did you I, film longer for the PG Lad than I actually, Boston Massacre? When I filmed for the that video, I didn't really care at all, and I was getting hurt a lot while we were trying to make that video because I was trying to do stuff that was out of my skill level, which was like I didn't skate stairs at all, and I tried to ollie the twelve and I just fell. But speaking of <laughs> like, the Welcome to Hell slam sections, I mean, you had one of the best slam sections. Oh, thank you. Top five. It's in my top oh, five yeah. slam thank sections you. of all time. I, to, to this, I have a giant it's not black and YouTube. blue on my back right now. I, I get hurt a lot, but I like, I don't mind it so much because I love skating so much. It doesn't <laughs> really bother me. I remember when I broke my arm and I was just yeah. like, fuck it. So it was dangling. Yeah, it was just dangling. I just ripped it back into Dude, a socket. Dude, you were going down the other night just filming that oh, yeah. board slide. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. won't say the rest of the trick. Yeah, thank you. Combo. Can you take thank a photo you. of his his bruise on his back and butt, and then put it into the podcast? Oh yeah, we'll put we'll put it in there. Thank you. Okay. The hematoma. Yeah. But like you know, you gotta get you gotta fucking pay to play, and I, I just that's one of the things about skateboarding. You know what I mean? It makes you you have there's a certain degree of toughness that is involved in skating, and if you can't do it, then skating's not for you. So neither of you were happy with your part. Oh, I no. wasn't no, really no, no, particularly no. happy with it because I could have. If it were up to me, because that was a thing too, is that we never got to sit down, not to take anything away from those guys. They knew what they were doing. Oh, I loved what they did. We never really got to sit down and and do the video parts with them. We never got to edit our tricks or do anything. Because if it were up to me, I would have had like a minute part or like a minute and a half. Because there were some tricks in there that I was pretty happy with, like five oh three flip or one and a half flip dark side, some of the other stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. But I'm not I'm sure that three flip out wasn't just like a pressure flip. Okay, it was kind of a pressure flip. My front foot had very little. It was to do still with beautiful, it. nonetheless. Thank you. It shocked me when I landed I mean, it because every, like, everyone knew it. There's just some things that you don't have to say, you yeah, know. It's okay though. I'm not really ashamed of it. I can only say it. You can only truly 
talk shit to your best boys. Yeah, it's fine. I like that. There's a lot of love in this room. I can sense it. Through all the shit talking. Exactly. Yeah, the shit talking is important because like that's a part of a New Englander thing is that we're really hard on one another and you have to have tough skin. And that fucking if you don't have a friend that's it's not gonna tell that, you that wasn't a three flip, that was a fucking pressure. It's flip. about growing that's, up in Boston. Yeah. It really you have is. a good friend who can differentiate and tell you the truth. Dave, so I thanks, want Colin. one story from you. And before that, it's about Boston Massacre. Yeah, that's yeah. big requested. Boston but real Massacre. quick, I just I just want to talk about me real quick. I just want yeah. to say that I hated my part from Boston Massacre. <clears throat> not hate, disliked. I like some of my tricks, but when I watch it, I wore my pants a little low, and this was early before <laughs> I started buying women's stretch pants. So oh all God. of my tight pants did not have – don't cut me off. They did not stretch. Try to save you here. So my legs were completely limited. So when I see my personal, like my personal style, mm-hmm. your personal in, style uh, in Boston Massacre, I can all I see is myself being limited because of my fashion crisis. Did you like your trick selection at all? I liked a lot of my tricks, but yeah, when okay. I see them, I, all tricks. I see it is that they, that they got limited. Like my well, legs got cut Fisk, off. I'll say you had my favorite part of the video. Yeah. I gotta say. You know, believe it or not, I was once a sweaty and deranged fan of you too. That's weird to think. <laughs> Breathy, cool. Thank you. Sweaty, weird nasally. to think. Breathy. Yeah. <laughs> now I almost consider myself an equal. Uh, a sweaty and deranged equal. A sweaty and deranged equal. But I was a sweaty and deranged fan when I first met both of you. Thank you. Uh, sweet. Yeah. Hey, I'm still a fan Thanks, of Tom. both of you. Yeah. Tom nice. I'm I'm fans of all of you guys. Matt, you guys are great. Matt you do does, awesome things. Matt Anybody Moses. that's like so if you could just unzip your it. pants right now, I will drop to my knees <laughs> and proceed <laughs> the. That's gnarly. <laughs> Yo, he really got oh, I would the, say like story, the, the story. The story I want. The stretch yeah, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah what's the story? Okay, so what I was saying earlier, there was we were, we ran the YMCA, and Bay would teach we teach skate lessons to some like. Uh, troubled um i was a what do you call it what when when you go a to mentor school? misled youth no when those kids they go to the special i was a special student special ed kid he was yeah, like a special, special ed. ed kid yeah they call it the well back in my day they called it sped but sped kid yo and they was bus. teaching uh and then this kid yeah, and then his mom came up to Vey and she says david we love you guys so much for doing such a great job with our adopted child and and then she was like, what should we get him for Christmas? And then no, it was Easter. Easter. You ruined Easter. Oh, my God. Okay. That's oh, so yeah, you ruined Easter. Bay, you take it from here. What did you say to his mom? I think just to be a little bit more like self-indulgent and like move some uh, inventory, I was like, you should buy that new video that we were in. It's called Boss Massacre. Boss Massacre. She's like, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. And uh, she went and bought the copy. And they watched it on Easter morning after they with the had done family. Their thing with the whole family. Whole family was there, Graham. And <laughs> needless to say, Gam Gam? Didn't, yeah, Gam Gam was there. Hell yeah, Gam Gam. She was there. You he know, likes a Gam Gam. Everybody. And um, next lesson? Did not go over that well. And they were not very happy with the video, especially people eating puke or profanity and people covering blood or whatever it was, right? And she came up to me and she was like, your video ruined our Easter. No, no, she she came back to David Yeah, Bay she came back to and me. She, with and the she DVD told, yeah, in hand. With the DVD in hand. And she tried hand. to give it back. She's yep. like, I want my money back. Yeah. Like, like as I if was going to have the money. Like, any of the money. Like, please. And 
But yeah, she said that our video it's, ruined Easter, which I think is really cool. I thought it ruined Christmas, but I guess it was Easter. Same kind of thing. And yo, I love that it ruined their Easter. That makes the video that makes the video that much better. Yeah, it's a really good video that it yeah. ruined someone's that much Easter. More well, did the kid did the kid not like it either? Or? I'm, pretty I'm sure, sure the, the kid, kid liked, liked it. it. I'm pretty yeah. sure the kid liked it, as most kids would like. Seeing I think it was that the stuff. puke. In yeah. the, but the I think part. it was probably the just the parents that were yeah, not just like having it in into. the family environment. You know well, what I mean? Which I think is funny because I think skate videos and parents when they see it is really funny because I remember the story Alexis told us about the first time she had shown her parents a skate video, and the first video she had ever shown them was the hot chocolate tour and it's mike york's part when he skates the cb4 and i remember she was telling us a story about how her parents that was like, just watching. the chocolate tour not the hot chocolate tour. oh i apologize I hate to, i'm I, sorry I hate to thank correct you, you. The, 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 the hot chocolate tour is a totally different yeah, story totally different. Yeah. 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 Involves yeah. in a negative right. way but like the, the i apologize thank you for correcting me on that one the chocolate tour and oh, mike God. york skated to cb4 and it was like could not have been a more offensive song but it's great you know what i mean yeah i love that one the way it is you know Yell exit to Chris Elliott, CB4. Yeah, hell yeah, Chris Elliott. Cabin boy. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you guys, you know, didn't, weren't happy with your parts and, you know. My pants. Didn't even put any effort into your parts because that, was, Biggs, no, no, we put that some was Big's eff- big video. That yeah. was his big debut. That yeah. was the big oh, break. Big. He had yeah, the he's line. In the part. Yeah, he's in the part, dude. It's not like we didn't the run. try per se, because I think we were trying at some points, but I feel like it was just because we were under the pretense that it was going to be a short video and that we were going to, you know, do some other stuff. I and loved they... it when Big pulled up in the video and he yeah. smashed the shit with his blocks. Thank he you, bro. That's boards. True. He looked For... like a muscled madman. Forever Artie would uh, tell it. me that Spanky ripped me off in Baker 3 after that video came out. Mm. I could see the similarities. Because he smashed, because he focuses yeah. board with that rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That focuses board with the cinder block. Yeah. Cinder block. Biting your style, man. So what were your first impressions of Tom and I as the the younger generation at the Coliseum? Young kids. I remember meeting uh, uh, Tom, John, and Sean, the Tweak brothers, which I think, I'm not sure if Southie had come up with a name because I think it was a parody of like the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers, which is a Tom, like, Tom Penny had that board. Right. And I'm not sure if it was Freak Bros or Tweak Bros. That was on the board. So it was, yeah, it was Tweak Bros on the board. Freak Bros was like a comic. Yes, it was like a 1970s Playboy. kind yeah. of like psychedelic. It was parodying comic. that, yeah. Yeah, so that was like the parody of like the Fabulous Furry Freak Bros. And then it just so happened that like these three friends came down. A little crew of clever pranksters. And they were really, we just liked them. You know what I mean? They were pranking. really cool Always kids. Pranking. We just thought they were cool kids. And then pranks. Then Nick came along, and I think Southie was the one that called him big because he was just so. fucking. Because <laughs> you know I was in the bubs. Yeah, you were in the bubs. Bubs. The bubs. And uh, yeah, I I just thought you kids were awesome. And these guys were, you know, these kids were really into skateboarding. And yeah, legs and south. Did he? He gave you both wedgies, right? Uh, clearly yep. gave me a lot of. Wedges. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I don't remember. Colin got, Colin got beatings every once in a while. I think. I mean, I remember. The Me, confrontations though. with you, but yeah, because I was more susceptible to that sort of thing because I was so easygoing and mellow that yeah. I just Yo, didn't want to even We didn't do mention anything. Southie in all that fucking shit. He was in all the PJ videos, wasn't he? Yeah, of course. His parts were fucking awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. I love that shit. That's why I yelled, exited did... Southie. Oh my dude. god! Yeah, we yeah. just you were the two him. reminiscing, dude. Southie. Yeah, he was a nut. 
but he was great in hindsight. You know, at the time, I really didn't he's care. He's part of the 99 video. <laughs> but was he really was great. Good. Oh, yeah. As part of the 99 video. Was great. He was a necessary evil. A lot of people yeah. just, they're like, get bullies out of this world. No. But he's a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. He fucking helps people. He, he pushes people. He, he knows people want to jump down those stairs and land that trick. Somebody stopped trying the trick. He beat them up until they do the trick. It's like when I know somebody wants to take drugs, I always have to pressure them into it. Yeah, or sometimes, yeah. you know, just... Yeah. You got to pressure them into doing the right thing. What? Just give them the drugs. Yeah. You know. Sometimes that's not enough. Right. You yeah. know what? Southie has never done a drug in his life. He's South, never, yep. he's never, never smoked weed. He's never had alcohol. Mm. He thinks that's just himself. You know what yeah. I mean? Which I think is really cool. But yeah, skateboarding's not nice. Southie's not nice. You know, it's just it just made sense. And uh, I thought what he was doing was pretty cool at the time, and I thought he had a really neat trick selection. He was just his own person. But at the same time, I didn't really like him until I got older. And you guys remember Dave Mull? I mean, he's coming here next weekend. Yeah. Dave yeah. Mull is a Southie find, dude. Southie he's was the one where? that initially told us. Uh, about he's gonna Dave stay Mull. at the house. <laughs> he's gonna stay in your house. I mean, not your house. Oh shit. Three PBD. Dave yeah. Mull. Matt's house. Dave Mull's yeah. coming? Yes. Just Dave Mull. No, no, no. Man Ram. No, Dude, Warble. Yeah, so Warble. Not, not Dave, not Dave Mull. Dave Mull's Dave Mull, coming. Warble. So he's part Mull. of Warble. And Come Man on, Ram. Colin. Yeah. Yeah. And I, maybe more. Toxic Planet was one of my favorite videos on the Thrasher website. You've seen Toxic Planet? That's great. I mean, we should be. I've seen Toxic Planet. No, you um, No, I have seen Toxic Planet. It's a Warble video. Um, Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Matt, they okay, left. dude. Now that okay, now that Vay's gone, gone, let's just talk about how much he's been pissing us off oh the my entire God. time. Stand that kid. Oh, I can breathe. I can finally breathe. Seriously, oh, it I feels don't like know the why we invited him on the podcast. I don't know. And this I, has been a this has been a oh, difficult weekend. Matt, come oh here, my God. Man. Were you we scrapping yeah, for like shit. the least Ooh. fucking interesting oh, people that we could think of well yeah uh, that was our initial idea god i know but i mean to actually yeah, go through man. with this i'm so glad he moved to manchester move. dude out uh, of our hair i mean god after after the first yo, how are we gonna get, how we keep gonna begging get him? me for parts in the video wait yeah we're like when we're going skating later how are we gonna ditch him dude because I, I can't no skate idea. when can he's around say, can we say that we have like i had my cat sick or something and i need to like bring him to an appointment i mean i don't know what alibi you guys are gonna like use. i'm always trying to skate and he's always trying to fucking talk to me about some classic shit some like it's the old days or something i'm like dude i'm the fucking i don't get to skate much you know i'm always at work fucking riding yeah i dude, can't talk to you about pj's hair and yeah back in the day. yeah we should go skate soon yeah, dude, we're going to wrap it up as soon as Vegas gets back. Out I'm just trying to get this off my chest to all these sweaty and deranged fans out there. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I love but, um, uh, the old Plan B videos. Those are cool. They yeah. are cool. I also enjoy them. I understand Tentacles why of destruction. and Ryan Gallant decided yeah, to skate bastards. for those companies. Yes. Oh, oh. Vey, you're back. Yeah, hey. thanks. Thanks. Yeah, you guys have a good conversation. What's out of the way? Uh, we didn't talk about much. <laughs> really. We were just talking about like, um, like, uh, like uh, kick flips and nice. uh, tray flips word, word. and uh, heel flips. Heel flips. Heel yeah. flips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Heel flips. I'm a heel flip guy. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys are rad. I love it. I can't wait to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And we can't wait for you to listen yeah. to them. So. so cool. I mean, I don't know if there's anything to actually wrap up 
besides I mean so we talked about the Boston Massacre and we have an opportunity here to talk to Colin and I about all kinds of stuff what do you want to, what's some of the burning questions that you've always wanted to ask you know <laughs> oh you know what the, the last burning question I have to sure. ask is why were you so mad when he was offering you blueberries oh I fucking hate anything healthy <laughs> I do. So you actually just didn't want the blueberries? No. He wasn't just being annoying the whole night and then... No, that was compounded with that. Okay. It's just that the idea that he would offer me healthy food and the fact that he was being himself, which is hyper annoying, that definitely made me get really upset. Yeah, I didn't want any fucking blueberries. Also, you were in the McDonald's parking lot, so why the fuck would you want to get blueberries if you were... At that point in my life, I only... only ate fast food. Yeah. I was very dedicated to that, and um, I would only drink soda and eat McDonald's for a very long time. And uh, some people might think that's a bad thing, but if anything, I think it helped preserve me because of all that, you know, preserved all the preservatives, preservatives yeah. in the food. It actually, I think, it really helped preserve me, and I think it helped me age well. So, kids, if you want a body like this, mm-hmm. I strongly suggest that you eat McDonald's. Sample yeah, that, yeah. that bruise again. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna sample the brews. Hey, oh. Bay, uh I just want to say, hey, uh, thanks for being in the fancy lab videos. Yeah, thanks a lot. Guys. Also, thanks can you just me. take a picture of Big's shins and put add it into the podcast as well? Because yeah, I always we, like yep, looking yeah, at Big's shins are so rad. Uh, insert Big Shin yeah. picture. I like Big too because Big is like one of those people that can get hurt and he'll just keep going, and I think well, that's yeah. a very commendable thing. Oh, it takes yeah. a lot Definitely. to take him down, dude. Those shins are gnarly. hours later. Yeah, I like that. Trick. I won't yeah. break though. Four I'm hours. unbreakable. Unbreakable. He is unbreakable. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. I like. Oh, that. He's in pain though. He's in pain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I fall hard. The harder they, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's right. Yeah. I'm trying um, to think if there's any other funny stories. Can you think of any other funny stories that you think people might have? Think they have any value? Because there is some fucking funny stuff. You know what I mean? Like lots of shit. This is like our opportunity to share that stuff with the world. What do you think, Colin? You're fucking drawing a blank here. Why why don't we get one last one? Everyone's a good comedian. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone here and everyone... Oh, I got a good story. I was on a trip with Artie. Uh, We went down to New Mexico. And we were skating down there, and it it was a lot of fun. And on our way back, we were taking the train. And... Get on the tr- uh, uh-huh. Before we get on the train, we would see this dude who had like um, his head was shaved except for the very top, and it was like a a Sulot haircut, but it was like tied back, you know. And we're like, "Wow, this guy's weird looking." Are you talking about your boy Truth? No, not my boy Truth. Dude, Truth was on the way down. This was on the way back, and this is when we met this guy named Willem. And we get on the train, and this dude had a briefcase, it had like a Devo sticker on it. I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cool, you know? Let's talk to this guy. And we start talking to him, and he opened up his briefcase, and he started showing us all this anti-Bolshevik propaganda, as well as he had blueprints for sex toys that he was developing. Hmm. But also, I noticed that he had uh, grenades, in <laughs> like real grenades in his uh, suitcase, and that was kind of alarming. So, As it should be. As it should be. You know, most people would be like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyways, I asked him, I was like, are those are those real grenades? And he was like, yeah, they're never going to take me alive. And I was like, oh, fuck. So we're talking, and I was like, trying to be as cool as possible. And I was like, this guy's going to fucking kill us all. Mm. And 
I go over later on, I tell Artie, I'm like, yeah, that dude I was talking to for a while, he's got grenades in his suitcase. And he was like, no, 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 he didn't, he just couldn't believe me. And I was like, well, whatever. So I sat back in my seat and like just fucking went to sleep. And <laughs> he came back over a while later and like woke me up and he was like, Vey, that guy has grenades. They're real. And I was like, I fucking told you, man. I fucking told you so. And once we get to Chicago, we're like, um, this big station there, and uh, we're getting off the train, and we see this dude get pulled off to the side with the cops. And I was just standing there, and Artie like grabbed me. He's like, "You got to go now. We got to go now. We can't have any association with this dude." And he got taken off. But on that same trip, on the way going down to New Mexico, we made a pit stop in Mississippi at this gas station, and we went inside of the gas station. And, you know, it was super hot, and I just wanted to get some ice cream. So I was going to buy some ice cream. They were going to fill the car up, and we were going to be on our merry way. Ice Crizzle. Ice Crizzle. And for those in, in the know. For those, yeah, now you're in the know. It's Ice Crizzle. Mm. So I grabbed some Ice Crizzle, and I went over there, and I also saw they Chris. had, like, these crazy leather jackets. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to get a leather jacket and just stoke everybody out. So I put, like, the jacket on, and I had my Ice Crizzle. Ice and was, Crizzle. And I was just standing in line, ready to pay for it, and Artie comes running in. And he's like, put that shit down. And, and he like grabbed me. And he's like, we got to go now. I was like, what? So I took the jacket off and like went outside and went outside. And there was like this black smoke just pouring out of the side of this building. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, what? And we look over and there's this dude on the ground. And he's like shaking and his clothes are melted off. And he's got like these big bubbles on his skin. And he was from my understanding, an electrician that was working in there and he got shocked and basically he got electrocuted, but he like electrocuted himself so badly that he was dying. And when you get electrocuted, you get cooked from the inside out. So we're seeing this dude like shaking on the ground and like hosing him down and shit. And uh, I was like, oh my God, this is really tweaked. And this lady that was standing behind us, she was like, my laundry's up there. She had like no care for this dude in the world. And we ended up taking off and like driving away. And there was like tons of black smoke and we just saw like ambulances going the whole time. And it was also on this trip that we uh, we ended up meeting this dude at the pool who uh, invited us up to his apartment where he had a video store. So Artie asked him, he's like, do you have Twilight Zone? He's like, yeah, I've got all the Twilight Zones. So we ended up going up to his apartment and he opened up the door. And when he opened up his door, his entire apartment was like walking into a blockbuster. And he had all the movies there. And we're like, wow, this dude's fucking crazy. Mm. And then he's like, what are you guys into? And we're like, you know, like horror movies. He's like, no, no, no. What are you into? The implication being adult videos. And we're like, not really, you know, not our thing. And he's like, let me show you something. He's like, do you want to see adult Disney? And I was like, uh, all right. And he, <laughs> uh, opened, yeah. he opened up this closet. And the first thing that my eyes gravitated towards was a cover of a, of a tape with a girl's feet covered in shit. And I was just like, whoa. And he's like, that was yeah. Disney? He's like, yeah, he's like, he called it adult Disney, which is like, you know, his slang for pornography. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. I'm all set. Don't need to see that. And then we ended up getting the Twilight Zone from this guy. He was like, oh, but by the way, anybody that comes in and rents a movie from me will also get a popsicle. So we, he opened up his fridge and gave us, a po gave us popsicles. And we, were, we walked out of this guy's place, and I opened up the popsicle, and I was about to start telling Artie. I was like, man, that was fucking weird, huh? And then Artie was like, what are you, what are you doing with that? 
And I was like, I'm about to eat the popsicle. He's like, let me see that thing. And he grabbed the popsicle and he just threw it away. He's like, you really going to fucking eat that shit after ah! what we saw? Oh, you yeah. just got attacked by the cat. <laughs> but yeah, that was just Go like on. some of the stuff that just would happen That's on these on these Artie. trips. That was really smart of Artie because I would have just probably eaten the popsicle. I thought you were going to say out. it was in the shape of a cock. Yeah, I thought that yeah, the whole it's time. Very, yeah, right it was very phallic. Popsicle, I was like, it's good shape of a cock. It's going to be the shape well, of a yeah. cock. Yeah. It was that. very phallic. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was okay. Thinking it. I had, that had actually had never occurred to me until you just said it right now. How yeah, bizarre that Didn't you meet Jeremy Klein in a video store? No, I didn't. Oh, that was us. I that didn't, was me and, yeah, that me was, and like Matt Roman. Oh, yeah. okay. At Blockbusters. I, I met Jeremy Klein yeah. in Korean barbecue. Yeah, he was, what, what the fuck was he renting? He was renting some shit. No, he made fun of you guys for, for watching Goodwill Hunting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't my choice. I didn't rent the fucking thing. I don't even want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I love yeah, yeah. What's up, we Jeremy? Saw him at, at I love famous Klein. street skating banks. The ones yeah. where he knows Blunt, or Muska knows Blunt Slid or something. Somebody knows Blunt Slid some shit. Greco knows Blunt Slid it. That's who it was. You're talking about the barrel banks. Yeah. Yo, Those things are crazy. I gotta go skate. I yeah, tell you, dude, I could talk for hours, bro. Yeah. We're gonna have to invite thing? you both back on the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, you guys just to wrap just it back. up. Uh-huh. I mean, you guys yeah. can wrap it up after me, but this is my personal, my personal wrap up. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Right. <laughs> like I'm hanging with my boys all the time. Dave, all these boys. You know, like people go to New York. Like, I remember the old days how it used to be. I'm just saying that if everybody had bicycles with like a front rack to carry their board. When you go bike around, you can bring your bike on a train. You can dip into every alley behind every house, behind every building, and you find more skate spots that way. And when you finally get to just throw your board off the rack, you your legs are all your legs are all warmed up, blood's ready, all circulating, you're ready to go, and you don't have to pay for parking. This doesn't have a board. Yeah. You don't have on to pay bike. for parking. I'm just saying. If, mm. if, you don't even hey, you keep your board Matt, in the van. Matt, and Big, oh, listen, just listen to this. Matt, Big, Tom, Bay, if we all went out on bikes. Hey, listen, everyone racks, should bike out there, but. If we had boards <sighs> on our racks, we would find so much more spots, and we'd be all our so blood many would be circulating. Spots. Yeah. Yeah. So blood would be circulating. We'd, you know? we'd be Please, I'm not even going to listen to you after. Uh, you know what I would say, though? Like, grammar, I mean, that's, and then you that's say that good. shit. But I would say that, you know, kids out there, I'd say that you probably should You're just gonna go find ahead and ride spots. your skateboard. No, 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 no. From spot to spot. Yeah, yeah, but no, no. You're not going to find as many spots. Because you want to be a skateboarder. No, it's fine cross training, you know. But um, I'm not into cross training at all. I don't do phase anti cross training. I've never exercised in my life. Anti cross training. I've never. I don't ride bikes. Everybody wants to see more vape spots, vape vape parts. Everyone wants to see a vape. Vapor. I would like That's to, true. I would but love that. I just Will you go out I, on bikes, boards, video camera. One work? day, I don't bring my just phone. Just give me one day yeah. on bikes with bikes with yeah. front racks. So. Throw your board. Oh, you looking down? Like, get a bike with a front rack. Toss the board on the rack. You get you guys give me. This one is day so like typical that. of you two. We can't even okay? have one yeah. day. This is. Can we just? We can't even go out one day. Everybody on nice, bikes. We can't even have a nice little wrap no, up. No, I go out with me and Orange Man go out on bikes. I go out with Orange Man on bikes. Trying to justify this is just this like why is this pissing you off? Because dude, why is this pissing you off? Always will come down to it. It's because you know me and Orange Man go out on bikes. That's great for you, Orange Man. Great, have fun. That's how you find spots, dude. Everyone's different. Everybody's different. I am just more of a purist in the fact that you guys get stuck in a parking lot. All the time. Just and because I love people don't agree with you lot. doesn't mean your opinion isn't valid. Doesn't yeah. mean that the uh, Vay's opinion isn't precisely valid. Precisely, is that you're saying the stuff with like 100% confidence that you're like. I'm no. I'm just saying, give me one day. You guys won't give me one day. Everybody goes Dude, out on I've bikes. I've given you plenty of days. 
So the uh, truly, you, hear, you heard it here first. Yeah, dude. Preach. You guys give me one day. The whole Fancy Light crew, unannounced, we go to all around town unannounced. And what are you going to do for us? Yeah, we don't. You gotta get one day. Let's just fucking skate on fucking stuff. Yeah, how could I? I'm a big numbers guy, and like I would love to see how possibly our stocks could rise if we went out on bikes. It's funny in the van. I get to practice. Yeah, being in the van is the funniest shit. I like Like, things that happen in the van. We'll we'll see how much you skate going out on the bike. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see with the crew. Yeah, with the crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. You we'll go on the bikes. We'll see how much you skate. Okay. Thank you. That was good. I'm Jason Dill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did you say? That was my deal. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, got, I sold you that bike dude. for what? Fist has punched me. 100 bucks? Yeah. Oh, my God, you dude. Bay's arm looks broken right now. Oh, my God. I think it is broken. A beautiful bike. Yeah. I was popping it back in always has flat tires. And you go, yeah. He just popped it back in place. Okay. I love you, Colin. Colin. I love Colin. He's the best. Oh, he can punch he me. broke the same fucking. Oh, dude, now fucking all out fucking brawl. Fucking shit. Oh, can you hear this? Oh my god, give me a good one. Give me a good one, viewers out there. This is now. Give me a taste. Violent. Oh my god. All right, we should go skate. Okay, you know what? I just want to yeah, just to wrap it up. You know, I just want to thank these two legendary skaters for being on the podcast. David Vay and Colin Fisk, friends forever. Best yeah, friends thanks, forever. Babe. Yeah. Thank you, Big. Yeah, honestly, you thanks guys are Thanks for getting both that van, so driving us around in that van. Yeah. All these great uh, yeah, you yeah, you're the welcome. Van. The van is awesome. I'm just saying one day. Van I'm just saying give me one best. day. See what happens. All right, we're going to kick your ass right after this. Okay. So, thanks right. a lot, guys. All right, we got we got to get a uh, tourniquet for uh, Vay's arm. Anyway, yeah, because yeah, there's some heavy, heavy bruising happening there. Fisk really laid it on him. Thanks. Hey, yeah, and uh, yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, until next time. Just remember, kids, skate for fun. And keep and keep you have to keep reiterating that skateboarding is fun. I know. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, eat healthy. Don't eat healthy. No, don't. Just do, this, do the first one. Do the go. first one. No, you can eat healthy. Well, if you Drink want. Lots of w- That's your prerogative. Agua, agua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want. Just keep that positive mental attitude. Cool. Uh, yeah.